Jessica Paxton here, host of All Wheel Drive, weekdays 3 until 7 p.m. on 95 The One, featuring an eclectic mix of great music, live in-studio performances, and keeping you posted about cool gigs around town. Don't miss All Wheel Drive on 95.1 The One. Uh, ben Marty, Northfield's city administrator, with us today. Good morning, Ben. Good morning, Jeff. How you doing? I'm very good. How good. Are you? It's just you today. I was. Th- I don't know why I thought the mayor was going to be in. It's just a council work session last night, but uh, we're glad you could make it. All right, sounds good. Let's talk about the uh, strategic plan. That was pretty much it last night, if I'm not mistaken. Working on that and getting it finalized. I guess kind of an overview to begin with. Uh, did you get it done or close to done, or is there still some steps to go? Still some steps to go, but we're in our. That was our fourth uh, working session, really just dedicated to strategic planning. So we had three hours packed full of good discussion about policy development of our strategic plan summary, and really focusing last evening on developing the initiatives, the action steps that are going to be moving forward. Our our goals and desired outcomes for our community uh, heading in through 2024. All right, uh, let's. Why don't we go through this kind of. Uh I don't know if it's alphabetically, but uh, as you mentioned, uh, six different uh, priorities. Uh, Let's start off with economic vitality and uh, housing availability. Uh, Where are you at in that? Yeah, so uh, kind of at a high level too, Jeff, as we go through these, I would say that um, some of the trending, I guess, in the discussion here is, is one, I think we're seeing a continuation of kind of our strategic plan that we just left off of that we're kind of in the middle of now. So a lot of things we're going to be continuing. Uh, and I would say with that, there was a really strong emphasis, clear consensus support of the council to make sure that we have action um, goals and initiatives coming out of each one of these steps. They want to see things happen. They, um, planning's important, but they also definitely wanted to see action steps happening that might mean like physical improvements of you know facilities or those types of things or um so anyway those are a couple of things i thought just as i go through these um are definitely trending through it so you know growing our economy uh growing our tax base uh, with our goals of our community uh, with our guiding plans is continuing to be a focus of our economic development and certainly recovery of our uh, and expansion of our business community particularly kind of the tourism and uh hospitality, retail kind of focus of things as we come out of the uh, COVID recovery situation. Um, So with that, um, some of the things we're going to see with that is a continued emphasis now that we have the Riverfront Action Plan completed is really moving into steps to actually see enhancements done on the river that have been identified. Some's going to continue some planning on that, but that's certainly a piece of it. Continuing to find ways that we can try and incent um, quality development to grow our existing businesses. And if we have new businesses that can come in to try and attract those that we think fit uh, our goals of our community well um, and, and in a smart way. And then on the housing development side, I think we definitely saw a discussion of expanded uh, housing needs across um, the spectrum. So we had a really strong focus on affordable housing development um, um, Maybe where the market, general market, isn't as strong um, with developers where you might need to do you know, government programs to help do some of that. But it also, we recognize that we have needs um, you know, across the board as it relates to housing. And if you can open up housing at different levels, that can actually create affordability for everybody by having a little more robust availability of a housing in the community as well. So that outcome was clarified. 
a little bit and reconfirmed last night. Um, we do have some work being done to improve our rental and property maintenance code uh, that's underway currently that we think will improve our ability to provide safe rental housing, to try and find ways to do improvements to rental housing was identified as a strategy. And then certainly just how do we try and get new new development for different housing pieces. So it might be sometimes incentives, might be helping to finance infrastructure like we're looking at doing on a single family home, uh, multifamily home development in the community. So um, those are a few of the areas in the housing and economic development area that we continued last night. Let's talk about the uh, steps uh, that uh, you took last night in quality, uh, quality facilities and diversity, equity and inclusion. Yeah, so the quality facilities uh, last time was uh, infrastructure, but it's mm-hmm. just kind of broadened. So facility also means buildings, but I think also infrastructure is mixed in with that. So uh, really parks is going to be an emphasis of the um, uh, council this time around that wasn't the, in the last plan, not to say it's not important, but parks, recreation, and trail facilities trying to meet or exceed uh, community expectations. So implementing our priority walking and biking gaps that have been identified. So we've identified a kind of a mapping area. We're chipping away at them with our street plan, but uh, the goal would be to actually complete those um, uh, those gap areas in the coming years ahead. So that was one thing identified. Resolution of major facility projects. So part of that is, is looking at um, the parks and recreation as a, as a whole. We know there's a lot of needs out there, our interests. Um, got maintenance but we also have community interest to see some expansion of some parks facilities so certainly we're still trying to figure out what to do with the ice arena Uh, we know that building's really in need of repair um, so that'll be continue to be a focus we know 50 north's been looking at some expansions we have some athletic associations have been looking at some improvements like the baseball association group and others so how do we identify those major facilities, the needs, and then go through a prioritization? And as the council emphasized last night, implement. Um, so come up with those priorities, make a decision, and let's see some action related to those was one big piece on the facilities, um, one from last night. Um, internet, uh, developing inter- internet uh, increased fiber internet, particularly in our residential areas for all, was identified. So I think there are two key strategies with that. One is... We're close to getting a new broadband uh, fiber to the home a provider in town. Metronet's close to being finalizing a, a program to bring that forward. <clears throat> a city can do some things potentially with them to not only get it to in front of properties, but particularly multifamily properties. How do we get make sure everybody's served with that capacity? Secondarily, we're going to look at uh, continuing to expand uh, Wi-Fi availability through the city free network. We've been doing that in the downtown, but there's an interest to add that at some parks and other um, public spaces. We've been expanding that capacity at city buildings, too. So if people have some Internet needs, um, have any issues, they can go up to near public buildings and parks and take uh, care of business there as well. Mm -hmm. So those are a few areas on the um, facilities and then on diversity, equity and inclusion, continuing to try and um, work towards uh, increasing our uh, diversity is uh, racial diversity in particular um, to more reflect our community for our staff as well as our volunteers. So how do we recruit a diverse workforce? Um, how do we try and find you know, people that haven't been as involved as much in the past as it relates to our boards and commissions and get them involved? What are barriers to involvement that we have in participation in our government and in, in, in being involved as well? So we're going to continue to work on strategies to deal with that uh, interest in 
um, additional language. So how do we service people that maybe don't speak English, particularly Spanish is the most dominant uh, 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 other language in our community. So we've been trying to increase our staff. You know, it's a desirable qualification for all of our staff now in the, in the city when we're doing recruitment. How can we get strategies so that we can serve everybody? If you go into the DMV or library, we've increased the library, um, Spanish speakers there. We've certainly seen that help in getting a more diverse patronage uh, to serve our community better. And then um, really working to lead the, in the community on initiatives. So we're, we're um, involved in some partnerships with the school district um, and HCI um, to really work with some other community businesses and organizations to encourage implementation of equitable strategies across our community. So those are a few areas in those categories. All right. <laughs> Pardon me. Once again, we're talking with uh, Ben Martigs, Northfield's city administrator, about the strategic plan and where they're at in that right now. And Ben, I've got... Every topic that you've mentioned, I have all these questions, but I know right now there's right. Uh, was not the time to look for answers for those. But what, maybe when this is done, we can get uh, different uh, people that have been involved in the process in to talk about you know more specifics for each individual category. Because there's a lot to talk about, as you well know, <laughs> in all of these. But let's move on for today. Let's just move on. Uh, there's uh, two more in the six strategic priorities set out by the council. That's a service excellence and climate action uh what were the uh the action plans that uh you i don't know if they put into place finalized yet but uh move forward with from last night yeah so the service excellence category is just kind of a overall good governance and in, in, in administration of our city uh, that we have and how do we provide excellent innovative services for our community so part of that's um making sure we have effective staffing levels, um, that we have an effective board and staff effectiveness is one area of focus, and just improved service delivery. So some of those areas we're looking at uh, new for this year, we've been doing some department analysis every year, and that's really been working well. So being committed to kind of having an independent review, we've done the police department, we've done the wastewater operations, we're going to be doing some work in community development this year. So that's really been a benefit. So a commitment to every year doing kind of a focus area to see what's best practices, how can we improve, what, how are things uh, being serviced currently. Um, really a, an increased focus on our boards and commissions governance, uh, both some, some policy review and amendments probably with that, but also a more formalized training plan, both for our volunteers coming in as well as staff. And it's really an area where we probably have been deficient uh, in providing good training and onboarding for people, having kind of common training and expectations as it relates to our boards and commissions work. We have great volunteers. We have uh, solid staff helping to service our boards and commissions. We just need to be a little more intentional about doing some training and uh, work in that area. So that's going to be a focus. Comprehensive plan update. So um, kind of a refresh uh, editing of our comprehensive plan to be completed in the next three years is one identified. Um, we do have some dollars set aside for this year to start that process, but that's a piece. Implementing a city branding campaign. So that, that can include things like maybe a city logo, but it's a little bit about who we are, how do we market ourselves. Um, we have a number of areas from economic development to maybe community signage related to some of our park improvements along the river that we want to do. Um, and just... Um, general branding uh, internally about as we recruit uh, employees and staff where that branding could be um, a, a benefit for us to have a refresh before we go out and do it. We want to make sure we're on the same page on communicating who we are and kind of what that look and feel of things want to be. Uh, we'll need some professionals uh, to help us with that, and there's a lot of good ones out there in Minnesota. So um, that was one that uh, was identified as well. And then 
the last piece would just be um, customer service training, doing some more focused efforts on just good service delivery means providing excellent customer service. That's really what we're in is the customer service area. We do a lot of staff training, but I think if we can be more intentional and make it really available for everybody to kind of come in in our different service areas, that was a piece that we're looking at. The last one on the climate action, really we implemented the, you know, approved the climate action plan. Again, we talked about implementation we took a couple of years to develop that plan. We've started implementation, but really rolling up our sleeves to try and reduce our net carbon emissions for the community, specifically looking at some real strategic areas in city facilities and city vehicles. What might we do to relate to increasing purchasing of um, uh, energy uh, that is renewable? Uh, so examples might be on-site solar systems for city buildings, or do we do purchase contracts through Excel Energy that would be dedicated to renewable energy goals? those types of things. Um, fleet vehicles, we've been analyzing, can we you know, transition to hybrids or ultimately electric vehicles um, for more renewable uh, resources um, are a few of the strategies that we'll be looking at and continuing to identify uh, community education opportunities and maybe programs for the community to benefit from to, to take advantage from businesses, residences, to do energy um, action to help us in our community goals. So that's kind of a few areas in our climate plan. City Administrator uh, Ben Martig is uh, with us. A couple of items. Uh, First of all, where do we go from here? (laughs) Is this this close to being finalized now? Are we halfway through the process, three-fourths the way? Are we hitting the home stretch? We're in the home stretch, Jeff. All right. So we're, <laughs> we're getting close there. So some of the next steps are the facilitator will be going back with staff. We, we did some refinements to what he presented last night. So really good. We went through category by category editing. Staff will be, um, he'll be coming back to meet with staff to develop action steps um, to, that would be built in to meet those initiatives. So kind of the particulars about how do we get there and when um, related to dates. So we'll be coming back to the city council in May with that information as, along with a summary report from our um, facilitator. And uh, ultimately in May, the intent is the council will be adopting the strategic plan by the end of May, and then we'll be um, rolling forward with implementation. And again, some of this is going to be fairly seamless because a lot of the actions we're already doing, timing will be perfect as well as uh, budgets just around the corner too at the end of May rolling into June and July is kind of when the internal staff processes start to ramp up related to those. So we can work to align the goals and strategies that the council has set and um, try to align those with our financial uh, dollars that we have in, in our budget planning. You mentioned also the uh, comprehensive plan and an update for that. Uh, let's talk about that process for just a moment. I know it's gone early yet, but uh, what, do, you, do you know what the process will look like? Will it look something like what we've seen from the uh, uh, the strategic plan, or will that be a, a bit of a different process? Well, you'll, that, you'll have to wait and see as we come back on the action <laughs> plan, Jeff. But the good thing that we have with the um, – comprehensive plan. The planning commission has been talking about it on and off for a period of time. And our community development director has a lot of experience in, in uh, comprehensive planning. So uh, Mitzi Baker actually um, led through the process in Rochester for their comprehensive plan update. Um, and I'm so, sure that was a monumental process. <laughs> right. Large community, <laughs> yeah. you know, a lot of changes happening in Rochester. And um, so certainly we were fortunate to have that expertise so I think they've been, you know, our staff and planning commission probably been thinking a little bit mm-hmm. about what that process might look like and have a, we'll have a lot clearer picture as they come back. 
any comp I think we've heard pretty clearly though that a lot of the comprehensive plan people like and feel that the values and goals within that are really relevant. It's just that the it's getting a little dated. Where some of the a lot of the, some of the things have been completed that have been referenced. Maybe there are some new things in there. There's been an interest for like what they call a land use map, a future land use map, which is a kind of a key component of it. We got something like that, but not officially under that title. Um, we got new things in climate and diversity that maybe isn't incorporated in the existing comprehensive plan as explicitly. So I think what you'll, we'll look at is, is you need to have broad-based community involvement whenever you do any updates on comprehensive planning. That's important to the validity of it. Um, but also, I think we know that it's a pretty solid document, so we don't need to do a full uh, rewrite of it. All right. So the uh, the Planning Commission will do a lot of the heavy lifting, and I would imagine there would be some type of committee or a task force uh, assigned uh, to work with them? Is that kind of how it'll work? Yeah, they'd be the key um, group. And there might be, like you said, Jeff, there might be pieces of some of our other boards and commissions. Ultimately, the city council approves the comprehensive plan. Mm -hmm. uh, any updates to that, but the planning commission's involved in it as well. So from a policy standpoint, they'll certainly be involved. There'll be a community engagement opportunity and feedback, not only with our boards, but citizens in that process, too. So, Well, we'll have more on that later. All right. Sounds good. We'll <laughs> leave that for the experts to come back to you. Talk right. about that. Ben, thank you so much for joining us today. Certainly appreciate it. And uh, we'll talk to you again next week. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, mm -hmm. Jeff. Northfield City Administrator Ben Marty. You're listening to 95.1 FM, AM 1080, KYMN Northfield.